There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Ah! My mama Where can a gal get some flour in this town? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. I have an answer for you. You do? Once we uh, get into this, I'll tell you. What's your favorite catalog? 651-641-1071. That's it. That's that's. That's the section yeah. of the segment. <laughs> so basically, yesterday we had this conversation, and I honestly don't remember where it even started. No doubt, Colleen, you will remember. Yeah, but we, we were talking about catalogs coming to your house and oh, how yeah. your partner will cancel them on contact. Yeah, like the minute we get a catalog, he if we don't want it and we don't really get want or need catalogs anymore, so mm-hmm. he will instantly call them and say, take us off your list. So that just got us on the whole conversation yesterday about catalogs and there's something just fun of for those of us of a certain <laughs> age about the catalog experience oh, like I love catalogs you guys there's something about getting that paper yes. like and then you take it to the can and oh. you just flip through it while you're just uh you know hanging out <laughs> No, that's not what you I do. I don't actually bring them to the bathroom. I have a thing about literature in the bathroom, but it's not good for you. It's actually not good for your. Well, I also think it's. I, well, I have other thoughts, but I'm not. I don't need to share them it's right now. Nasty. I just want to talk about the fact that I love to flip through a catalog. It's like it's like soothing. And and we were talking a little bit yesterday also about um, food catalogs because yes. those are generally my favorite. Like I used to love the Finger Hut catalog. Yes. Um. I used to love like Lillian Vernon. Oh yeah, Lillian Vernon. Right. But let's be real. Like the uh, my favorite, I think of all time was Sharper Image. Oh yeah. Like in the in my twenties, like getting that. Oof. Yeah, you were like, when I'm rich, I'm gonna have a robotic recliner that hovers. Yes. And vibrates. <laughs> and a dog yes. that barks, but it's not really a dog. A robot dog. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. I would I would get that catalog, I would light me up a Siggy, and I would just flip through that sucker, <laughs> dreaming about what my life was going to be like in the year 2001. In the year 2001. Uh, 651-641-1071, what's your favorite catalog? Bradley, did you say that there was a place where I can get flour? Oh, yeah. So um, Bakersfield Flour, it's a local place. You can order it online and they'll ship it. And it's like really high quality, good flour. Bakersfield uh, Flour. Just Google it. Okay. 
I don't need to get the catalog because now the internet is a catalog. But see, that's the thing is, you know, so I love to look through, like, I get the Land's End catalog. Oh, yeah. And I just, I'm, I get so excited. I, I find my spot on the couch. I get all curled up and I start flipping. And my husband is like, why do you look at that stuff? Because you can just go onto the internet and see everything that's in there. And I'm like, it's not the same. Do you know the only experience that I've had up to this point that's kind of similar, but now I don't even have this anymore. It used to be, I think the last vestige of this for me was on an airplane. Oh, yes, because Sky Mall. Because <gasps> the same is true about magazines in general. Magazines or airlines were the last, airplanes rather, were the last place I regularly looked at a magazine yeah. because I would go to the airport, grab a couple magazines because you couldn't do anything on an airplane. Yep. But now, like you can, you can use you your phone and all that stuff. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, the Sky Mall catalog was just oh. choice, was it not? That was my version of your sharper image. Yeah, where I would just we'd get up in the sky and I would be like, anything is possible, man. We can fly. My cat can I have can, a condominium. Yes, I can totally afford that. Uh, you know, um, outdoor pool, above ground pool in a gazebo. That's five thousand yeah, dollars, right? Anything's exactly. possible. Well, that's the Hammaker Schlemmer. Yes. Remember Hammaker Schlemmer? Oh. That was always a fun Christmas catalog because it would be like the, um, you know, like yeah, I don't know. It'd be some like super yacht yes. or like, and you'd be like, yeah, I can. In a there's a world where I could have that. Yeah, but the answer is no. There is not a world where you can have that. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's your favorite catalog? We've got Mike on the line. Hi, Mike. Hi. What's your favorite catalog, Mike? We were just going over at the Sky Mall. Oh, it's oh, the yeah. best. Or it was the best. It was the best. Rest what did you love seeing piece. in the Sky Mall? Like, what kind of stuff would you want? Playing putt-putt on the toilet. Yes, that's oh, right. Oh, yes, you're there right. Was. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, Bradley had a hard time with that. <laughs> no, you're right. There was like a bathroom golf Matt. It was the most bizarre stuff. I love it. But yet it was stuff that oh. you actually wanted, even though you knew you didn't. And it was something about maybe being in the sky at 30,000 feet that made it all possible. Yeah, like anything is possible when you're flying through the air. Thank you, Mike, for your call. 651-641-1071. Very simply, what was your, what's your favorite catalog? Let's go to Eric. Hi, Eric. Eric, what's your favorite catalog? The last one I'm getting now, it's room and board. Oh, I know. Sure. Doesn't that, like, I look through that catalog and I'm like, that's the life. That's what I want my life to look like. Oh, yeah. I have half a house full of it now and I'm just waiting for the rest of it. So. There you go. There you go. I like it. It's aspirational. Thank you, Eric. That on that uh, ve- or in that vein, like yeah. I think of, remember how exciting the Ikea catalog oh, was yeah. once Ikea became a thing? Yep. And you just were like, oh, someday I'm going to have this sp- sparse, you know. Yep. This minimalist. Minimalist yep. European experience. Nope. And then I'm going to get real frustrated when I have to put it together by myself. <laughs> yep. And then I'm going to cry in a corner yep. and maybe throw some things. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I know that feeling. Also, it's. Th- do you remember how big that sucker was? Oh, God, yes. It was like a phone book. Yeah, no, yeah. literally was a phone book. Yes. Do, do they, they must not even send that out anymore. I hope not. Uh, let's go to Mary. Hi, Mary. Mary, what's your favorite catalog? Pottery Barn. Yes, oh. see, I'm the same way. That was my style. And so oh, looking yes. through the Pottery Barn catalog, it was like, oh, it was like I want to live in that house with those perfect children who never make messes. And uh, there was no children that made messes, but I tell you... 
the size of the furniture back in those that day, like 1996. Uh huh. Oh yeah, everything's too big now. Yeah. <laughs> so, but oh, I love it, and the catalog with the rooms and the candles yes. and the. Oh, yes. You wanted to live in that house. Thank you, Mary. I did. Thank let's, you. Let's go to Christine. Hi, Christine. Christine, what's your favorite catalog? Oh, it was when I was in elementary, and it was, we would get that for reading. It was the Scholastic Book Oh, book. oh yes. yes. You, that, you would order it, and you would get the free poster with the kitten on it. Yes. I That's love that. Christine, thank you for your call. Is that call. the one we'd get for the book fairs? Yes. And I'll tell you, uh, up until very recently, and the only reason why is because I think they've aged out of it. My kids got those sent home all the time. And I used to love to order Scholastic books for them. That because, was my favorite. Like, you yes. just, at, in my day, you would. Um, in my day. In my day, you <laughs> would go into like the gymnasium yep. and they would have yeah. set up all the books. Yep. They still do that. Scholastic wow. still comes and does that like during uh, oftentimes they'll do it during like an open house awesome. or a carnival situation. And I always had a rule that my kids could each pick out some depending on, you know, how successful the year was at the Lindstrom house somewhere between one and three books, oh, because yes. that was like, you know, that was uh, something I could feel good about buying for them. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And so they would always either be able to out of the catalog or at the book fair Pick somewhere between one and three books again, oh, depending on it. what kind of a year. Oh, the that's where I fell in love with Beverly Clear. I know, me too. See, yeah, that's oh, that was a fun trip down memory lane. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, okay, we have to get the Cobra Gang together when yes, it comes to Black China and Rob because this is the story that won't stop and it gets weirder and weirder. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. That is uh, Pink and Chris Stapleton, both of whom were diagnosed with COVID-19. Isn't that interesting? Interesting. Throwing that out there for you is a little fun fact. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, but a not fun fact. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, Bradley, you got a little update when it comes to one of our favorite hot mess couples, ex-couples. Blob. We call them Blob, apparently. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's uh, yeah. Should we? Can we do a little Cobra Gang? Oh yeah, let's do it. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra Gang. Okay, Blob. It's a publationship. Or is it? I don't know, but they have a child together, Blob. What's a Blob? That would be a Black China and a Rob Kardashian. And um, these two are still going at it, and it all stems from something... And not in a sexy way. Yeah, not in a sexy way. It all stems from an ev- event, apparently, from 2016, an altercation uh, that forced Rob to file a lawsuit. These two are, like, tussling. Oil and water. Oil and water, still going at each other. More on that in a moment. But the reason we're talking about it today is mostly because Slim Pickens. But in addition, um, some new documents were obtained mm. by E! Okay. News. That, okay, can I translate that? Yeah. Documents were obtained means uh, the Kardashians mailed first class yeah. documents to e! e! Which, by the way, is the network that carries their show! show. <laughs> Hutku. Hutku. Are you, 
keeping up with the Kardashian. Okay. I was trying to acronym in it. I was wondering if maybe you smelled toast. <laughs> like it's an alien on Star Trek. Cut Anyway, um, as part of an ongoing lawsuit, the one we've been talking about, mm-hmm. you know, they've been doing this he said, she said thing where, um, you know, he says that she, um, well, he tried to like get custody away, uh, get custody, primary custody of his kid, saying that she was like, you know, twerking naked in front of her child, like all these just horrible things, right? Right. Well, also in these new documents, it says that among other things, I just, I can I just read? Yeah. So the incident that uh, is described talks about China. Um, she allegedly stopped breastfeeding her daughter, Dream, uh, a month after she was born and began drinking in excess and using cocaine. Her behavior became erratic, aggressive, and violent. Okay, well, that's nothing to laugh yeah, at, right? Yeah, that's not good. Uh, but then it goes on to say, the incident described by Rob took place on December 14th. He said that, China was doing an all-day photo shoot at their home where he observed her snorting cocaine with members of her honorage. Now, quote, When China is drunk and high, she is very strong, says Rob. As the night went on, she became more and more intoxicated and her behavior escalated and she became very violent and aggressive and goes on to say, among other things, that she like tried to tie a cord around his neck, pointed a gun at him, snorted cocaine. But my favorite in there is I and look, we'll get to the actual allegations in a minute because I think something else is going on. But just the words. When China is drunk and high, she is very strong. Like somehow Black China turns into like the, the Hulk, Hulk. Right. And um, anyway, so <sighs> that's the story that we're talking about today is in these documents. It alleges that she's superhuman when she's uh, snorting coke. And um, she's I'm wondering a if person. maybe it's bath salts. I mean, well, Aww. she didn't chew that? anybody's oh. face off. Do you remember that episode of our lives? I'm sorry. I don't mean to detract us from the actual story. But do you remember when that was the biggest threat we had to face as a society? Yes. Mm. I would take bath was it salts. a drug that made people eat faces. <laughs> like, mm. literally. Okay. Anyway, these shocking new details um, just lead me to think one thing. And I think we've talked about this before. Because I said, let's do a Cobra Gang. This yeah. is a Cobra Gang. That means there's a mystery that needs to be solved. What's really going on here with, you know, oh, I'm going to dump these... Um, these court documents yeah. on E. Okay, so here's what I think, for what it's worth, is that uh, I don't know if you've looked outside, but there's a global pandemic, and uh, there aren't, there's not a lot of stories, uh, celebrity stories. Yeah, and so the Kardashians see this as an opportunity to stay in headlines. Yep, and this is one of the storylines that they're touting. Yep, is this battle between black china and rob kardashian yes and i almost begin to i'm almost wonder if like this if they're in cahoots because i just you know like they literally have a child together Mm. they're literally still sharing Mm. custody of the child and i just wonder if these two because it's like a tit for tat like she'll come out with you know a response and i just think like the thing we love about Black China is that she beat the Kardashians yes, at, their at their own, own game. game. Yes. And so in this moment, it's hard for me to believe that like the Kardashians are like too smart to like, you know, 
catch her unawares, which makes me just wonder if they're working in concert or at the very least they understand the value of them constantly being in headlines. Because at the end of the day, I mean, a court's going to decide whatever the court's going to decide. But in the court of public opinion, you know, that's that's their bread and butter. That's I where they're actually making money like that way you're going with this. Oh, okay. No, I, I'm just saying I had not given thought to are they working together on this? Like, do they have a storyline already sort of planned uh, so that they end up both looking not terrible? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like find out on the next episode when right. Rob Kardashian tells <laughs> all about up. Black China and Black China shows up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah, I saw the I saw the headline about. Well, because here's the other thing. E is not going to print anything. That's the Kardashians are their bread and butter. They're not going to print anything that doesn't somehow serve their interest. Right. Because they're not journalists. This is not a journalistic thing yeah. where they have like some ethical obligation to present the actual news. No, this is an entity that they make money off of. Yeah. Exactly. So they're they're not going to print anything that hasn't been okayed by the Kardashians. Because mm-hmm. again, they don't have an ethical standard. Oof. Okay, when we come back, we do have an ethical standard on the Colleen and Bradley show. And that includes telling you all about dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots. Coming up after this on My Talk 1071. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb, dumb people doing dumb, dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state, state of, of Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places. Eureka, New Jersey. Oh. Which is where we're going first. All right. I want to tell you about a 70-year-old Tom's River man. His name is Stephen. Stephen Brezza. Oh. And he was arrested twice oh. in less than three hours Saturday. That must be some kind of record. Right? Uh, well, it certainly was in this moment. And it's why he was arrested. Not the fact that it was twice in less than three hours. That's just icing on mm-hmm. the cake. But it was why he was arrested that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. And yes, he is a crazy, stupid covid Oh, okay. Did it involve spit? Um, well, I don't think intentionally. Oh, okay. There might have been spit happening. I mean, everybody spits, right? Sure. But that was not a part of the crime per se. Okay. Uh, was he somewhere he shouldn't have been? Yeah, well, kind of. Okay, here's the story. Strip club. No. Okay. 70-year-old Stephen Brezza got arrested for going to the Wawa Mm -hmm. twice in three hours. Is it illegal to go to the Wawa twice in three hours? Without a mask. Oh. Yes. Apparently, he entered the Wawa without a mask mask. And the Wawa said no, no, and they mm-hmm. called nine nine one one. And apparently, that's illegal. Uh, he started screaming and cursing at employees before threatening to hit another customer with a pipe. Ooh! Um, I, was he carrying a pipe? I was don't he know. In the library, yes, <laughs> with 
Colonel Mustard. Colonel Wawa. <laughs> he was told that he needed to have his face covered um, uh, when he walked through the door of the Wawa. And apparently that's when he started getting belligerent. He then punched a customer in the face, went to his car to get the pipe, and began waving it around. Oh my gosh, what is this 70-year-old man? A pipe around for, like, well, weaponry? Um, he was... A arrested for failure to. He also um, did not submit. Did not want to submit to fingerprinting. Ooh. So he got charged with making terroristic threats because he probably told people he had the corona. Was this the first time that er, did... this is a compilation of the two? Okay. Yeah. Can I can I use this moment to say something mm-hmm. about masks? Sure. Yeah. People. Wear them? Wear them, for goodness sake. I don't know what people are doing not wearing them, by the way. even... I can't. I am... I can't. (laughs) I don't understand what people's opposition is to it and why they... I don't get it. Can I put it this way? I understand what their their hesitation was a month ago. I don't understand it today. Yeah, I don't either. Like, it's just not even, like... We're, like it was weird the first day we did it, right? And now I'm over it. I don't even think about it. I put that sucker on when I walk in from my car. I put that sucker on when I'm outside. I just I don't even think of it. Yep. I do not think twice about it. And if you're like, I'm gonna look dumb, you know what'll look real dumb when you're sick. I'm not saying you look dumb when you're sick. I'm just saying. I like, know what you're saying. Yeah. You don't want to get sick. Put the dumb mask on. Take care of people. Jeez. Sorry. That was my soapbox. You gotta, put, I'll put it away again. Stupid idiot for us. Yeah. People who don't wear masks. Okay. Just kidding. Sorry. Wear your masks. We're going to California for our next story. And we're going to meet 19-year-old Sonny Gutierrez Jr., Sunny. So on Friday, um, Sonny was in need of some money. So we went to the bank. That is not crazy, stupid idiot behavior. No. That's where they keep the money. Yeah. Problem. Okay. Hitching the giddy up. Okay. Uh, he wasn't there to take the money out of his account. Oh. He was there to just take the money out of the bank. Oh. That's called a robbery yeah that's that's not good he passed the teller a note that said i've got a gun give Mm. me all your money nope nope Uh, the teller told him to wait in the lobby while they got the cash together uh and according to the police report sunny waited and while he waited he cracked open a quote adult beverage oh he was like, uh, I'm going to celebrate a really good crime here. While I wait for my uh, stolen money, I'm going to enjoy a cold brewski. I feel like you save the brewski for after you're like in your recliner <laughs> right. at home. Not while you're waiting. Yeah. And guess what happened while he was drinking his brewski, celebrating his robbery, waiting for the money. The police showed up. Yeah, funny. Isn't that funny how that happened? Also, remember, did, do you remember how old he was? Nineteen years old. Oh, not legal. Not legal. But somehow, and maybe because they thought it would be insult to injury, um, the cops uh, arrested him, and he was charged only with armed robbery. 
but not with underage drinking. Oh, weird. Maybe I think they that's were weird, like, too. Yeah, we'll... Let him drink his brewski. Yeah. It'll be his last brewski. For a while. For a while. I don't think they give you... Unless he makes prison hooch. Do they? Yeah, they don't have brewskis in the... Hooskow? Hooskow. I don't think so. Imagine if someone tuned in and they're like, brewskis in the Hooskow? <laughs> what is that? Actually sounds kind of naughty. Sounds like a, I don't know. Or like a condition you want to like call your doctor about. I got brewskis in the <laughs> I have brewskis in the Who's Gal. I just thought it was like a hair metal band song <laughs> from like 1986. Brewskis in the Who's <laughs> Okay, guys. All right. You got time for one this more? This is where we are. Yep. We sure do. Okay. Do you want uh, a lady who loves something not human or oh. a nude lady on a car oh bradley you cannot make me choose between those two well the other one will come tomorrow what's okay i don't want her to wait <laughs> stop i don't want her to stop. wait so. pick one nude oh. woman on a car or a woman dating something not the human. woman who's dating something not human okay so this isn't like a criminal thing it's just a crazy thing okay and I saw this headline and thought, well, we need to talk about this. Um, okay. So a British woman, uh-huh. and her name is Amanda Liberty. Oh. She is from Leeds. She's in her mid-30s. And she has complained about an article in The Sun mocking her public decora- declaration <laughs> of love for, decoration is an appropriate word oh. here, Lumiere. Oh, from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, except not actually Beauty and the Beast. Lumiere is the name she has given to a 92-year-old German chandelier. Okay. So she's in That she is sexually attracted to. Oh, she has that uh, objectum sexualis. Yep, objectum objectum sexual, which is a person that is attracted to objects. Mm -hmm. And apparently, um, she... Well, she took after the sun because they had nominated her for a Dagenham Award. Oh, was that... Two stops past barking. Excuse me? I think they were calling her a loon. Oh, okay. Simply because she was attracted to Lumiere. Oh, now, okay. look, I am one who appreciates a, a, a vast spectrum of love. Right? Yes. Um, it's, you know, it's... um. It's up to you. I don't care who you love. Right. Thank you. But like a 92-year-old chandelier? Yeah. How are... And then you're going to be upset with somebody who maybe is poking fun at you for loving a chandelier? I mean, it's not like the chandelier was like the chandelier that was in the house that you grew up in where, you know, your your yeah. family member passed away. And so it has some fond meaning. It's just some random... It's a German chandelier German that makes her hot and heavy. <laughs> I don't I just can't believe that there are people in the world who are there used to be a whole TLC show about well, I know we watched it. I know I miss remember that the lady show. who licked the Ferris wheel oh she really loved that Ferris wheel yeah and then there was like the one with the sword yeah she loved the like that. archery thing that sounds real dangerous though yeah when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show at 2.45 every day on My Talk 107.1, we play a little game. That game is called The Throwback, Throwback Live, and we're going to do that after this on My Talk 107.1. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. 
Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.